The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. Happy Halloween. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazarowski. Let's head out to the National Weather Service first. Check in with meteorologist Philip Pandolfo. Happy Halloween, Philip. What are we in for today? Happy Halloween. Uh, so not such a great forecast as far as uh, any outdoor activities that you may be planning this afternoon. Uh, a few nuisance uh, showers coming off the lakes, mostly off Lake Ontario early this morning. Um, we're going to be seeing any changeover, any nuisance mix, rain or snow. We'll change over to all rain very quickly this morning. Uh, and then we'll be looking at uh, some lake effect rain showers east of the lakes through the day today around the Buffalo metro area. Okay, so uh, rain showers, and then we were hearing this possibility of flurries in the area. If you're out trick-or-treating later on tonight, what areas of western New York might see those flurries falling? By this afternoon... Uh, by and large, you see any precipitation should be falling in the way of rain, possibly across the Boston Hills, the Southern Erie, maybe Northern Cataraugus may be seeing a few flakes in the air, but by and large, should be all in the form of rain. That being said, it will be uh, still quite cool outside. We're only looking at high temperatures around the upper 40s today, so going to be cool regardless if uh, we manage to see any flakes at all. All right, Philip, thanks. Enjoy the day today. Thank you. Philip Pandolfo at the National Weather Service. It's 36 right now. All right. Uh, weather going to be an issue maybe uh, later on today. Just something to plan ahead. Always hated that when I was a kid, right? You had to put your right. coat on over the costume oh, or something. That's the worst. Find a way to uh, do it anyways. Uh, City of Buffalo sending out a winter snow plan to the Buffalo Common Council. It includes a three-tiered system for storm classification from general snow events to a localized extreme snow event to a region-wide extreme snow event. Public Works Commissioner Nate Martin speaking on it. As we know in Buffalo, we, in Western New York, we get a lot of standard snowfall events. When we get to that tier two or tier three, large amounts of snow that we know are going to deposit like effect snow, we will have strong communication about what we might see and where we might see it. Well, the storm's severity as it increases, more resources would be available, equipment pre-positioned. The plan includes a better communication with residents and a warming shelter in each council district. We've been talking about that for a couple of weeks now. Things like the push notifications sent out to phones all throughout the area. Martin said the city very close to hiring a fleet manager and an emergency manager to fill those positions. We're hoping to learn more about the city's snow plan later on this morning. Last week's shooting on the 190 and the search for clues after led many to question how the entire incident wasn't simply captured on one of the many traffic cameras along the route. WBEN's Tom Puckett is here with more on why those cameras don't record the footage that they show. NYTEX Athena Hutchins says her agency has no control over whether traffic cameras record activity along the thruway or the 190. Those are thruway authority uh, cameras on the 190, and then there's other cameras that are on the DOT and other prop uh, property that they own the camera. So it's really up to the agencies themselves. Um, if they're going to record. Hutchins admits recording activity isn't easy. I think it can be challenging because we have so many cameras, especially across the state. Um, you know, it, it may be helpful in, you know, checking to see, you know, maybe if a hit-and-run type of accident. Former Buffalo Police Captain Jeff Ronaldo has one reason why traffic cameras don't record. Those cameras are running 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There's potentially hundreds and hundreds of those cameras, and it probably comes down to the expense and the amount of storage 
required to keep all that data. Ronaldo says storing video for a definite period of time could open up more trouble. You can hear about that online. The Thruway Authority not available for comment. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. All right, Tom, thank you for that. Well, news on the strike front. The United Auto Workers yesterday announcing a deal with General Motors tentatively ending the strike against all big three automakers. Rebecca Jarvis with the details. This is what the auto workers are getting. A 25% wage increase over the next four and a half years with 11% immediately coming once the deal is signed. A cost of living adjustment and boost to retirement income, including 401k contributions. We need this wage increase. Christmas, you know, Thanksgiving, the new year, that'll help. The bitter 40-day battle between the UAW and the big three cost the industry an estimated $9.3 billion. Also coming to line some of the details on other agreements reached, local UAW leader Ray Jensen told us big things could be coming to the Ford stamping plant on Route 5. And part of the Ford TA, they do have an $80 billion investment going into the Buffalo stamping plant in Hamburg, so that's fantastic news for those members out there. The $80 million investment into the Hamburg stamping plant would be part of $8 billion in product commitments and other investments across the country. About 750 UAW members at Ford's plant on Route 5 make stamped parts for vehicles. Parts of the U.S. are now paying under 3 bucks a gallon for gas. Others still paying well over $5 for the same grade of gas. In Houston, drivers are now paying on average two eighty-nine a gallon for regular unleaded, according to new data out from the Energy Department. Compare that to San Francisco, where the average price is five thirteen a gallon. To fill up a 15-gallon tank, that's an almost $34 difference with every fill-up. Prices are falling just about everywhere as demand for gas is down right now. Not a lot of people travel in October, and winter blends of gas cost less. The average price nationwide is now at three forty-seven a gallon. Alex Stone, EBC News. That's a pretty wide discrepancy around yeah. the country. Uh, gas here in the Buffalo area, on average this morning, three seventy-five a gallon. All right, yeah, big uh, difference depending on where you are. Well, kids across Western New York are ready to get out there tonight, no matter what the weather or for trick or treating. WBEN's Brayton Wilson was out asking parents. When does the fun have to end? Halloween is a night that several parents look forward to sharing with their kids as they stroll through their neighborhood trick-or-treating from door to door. For many parents, there are always some concerns when it comes to taking their kids trick-or-treating. One concern for Katie Colson from East Amherst will be trick-or-treating this year with her daughter Sophia is something that's always prevalent right around this time of year in Western New York. It's what Mother Nature may have to offer. I would say weather is the number one thing because she also has a little brother at home and it's hard to get out when it's snowing, (laughs) hopefully not snowing, but raining. And yeah, the bad weather is definitely the number one concern for us. While Halloween is meant to be a night of celebration for all ages, there are discussions about the age of some trick-or-treaters and whether or not there is an age where one may be too old to trick-or-treat. I think once they reach the teen years, they're probably too old. By that age, the kids can gather together at somebody's house and have a party. That's Debbie Rakin from Buffalo. Meanwhile, other parents like Chrissy from California, who's visiting home this week with her family, feel they don't have too much concern over kids going out and trick-or-treating well into their teenage years. I'd rather my kids be going trick-or-treating door-to-door than going to parties or other stuff. So I think if teenagers come to your door and want some treats, just give them the candy and with a smile. More from parents ahead of Halloween on Tuesdays available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. I love that. Just give them the candy. I, you know, I I do, but I do it with a look on my face. Like we were saying yesterday, like facial hair. Once you have 
Oh. Whiskers growing. Right. And if Get you're smoking, off my porch. If you're coming into that door <laughs> and stop it, you've got, <laughs> you know, a you're vaping or your you're mouth. smoking, you're out. Um, yeah, that's uh, maybe a little bit too old. I don't know what uh, about that. I don't know about you guys, but you heard the parents say right there at the end, I'd rather them out trick-or-treating, you know, they're teenagers that rather have them out trick-or-treating than at a, at a party somewhere. I don't know if I agree with that. No. Kids want to go door to door, right? I, yeah. I, teens, though, like I kind of might rather want my teenager. I mean, I'm not there yet with my kids, but I might want them at a party instead of going trick or treating. Instead of driving to other neighborhoods and going trick or treating. Yeah. I I don't know. There yeah. might be something there. I do think once you can drive. You shouldn't be trick or treating. Oh, that's that's definitely. Yeah. I would say <laughs> earlier than that. But right. when, when I was in school, I remember there were kids that would get in the car, and you would see them like just get on the end of your street because you know I'd be handing out candy for my parents. I was a good kid, and uh, they'd be walking by like, "I have social studies with you. What are you, <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> I, I think the teens. You hit thirteen, you're retired. You hang up the cape. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think thirteen. Is that the last or 12's the last? 12's the last. Yeah, I think think you're right. If you turned 13 yesterday, sorry. (laughs) You might be grandfathered in. I can let them slide. (laughs) Yeah. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Partly sunny skies for the first part of the day, then clouds will increase with scattered rain and snow showers developing. Temperatures near 40 degrees. Tonight, scattered snow showers could see a dusting to an inch down in ski country. Overnight lows near 30. On Wednesday, partly sunny. Can't rule out a stray flake or two with highs only near 40 degrees. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown is with us live. Live this morning, the city snow plan is out. This one, highly anticipated after last winter. Mayor, what is the major difference with this plan? Good morning, Susan. The, there are a number of major differences with this plan. Uh, the old snow plan uh, did not um, have a focus on extreme weather, uh, on blizzard conditions. This snow plan includes how the city will respond and partner with other government entities on extreme weather and blizzard conditions. Uh, It also um, pre-identifies emergency shelters, uh, one in every council district. So there are nine emergency shelters pre-identified that will be staffed that the public will know about. So if people do find themselves out in extreme weather, uh, there will be locations uh, that they can get to uh, to be warm and and safe and have provisions. Uh, The plan also includes the emergency services manager and the fleet manager uh, that my administration and the council agreed on and uh, funded in the current city budget. Those two positions, fleet manager, emergency manager, how long might it take them to get up to speed on everything? We, um, we finalized interviews late last week, made offers uh, to the two individuals uh, on Friday. Those offers were accepted over the weekend. Uh, The emergency services manager has years of experience in uh, that field, uh, more than 20 years in 
the New York City Fire Department uh, was uh, working on the fire department uh, during the attacks on our nation in 9-11-2001. So I think um, uh, they will be able to get up to speed quickly. Uh, The uh, fleet manager, while this was a local, pardon me, while this was a national search to fill these positions, uh, comes from the local community. And I think that knowledge of the local community uh, the partnerships, the contacts that they have in the local community will a- will enable the fleet manager to be able to get up to speed very quickly as well. All right. So one local, the other from New York City. Do these hirings have to be approved by the council? Uh, they do not have to be approved by the council, uh, but certainly uh, we will refer their credentials Uh, to the council, know that the council has great interest in the filling of these positions. And I'm glad after national searches for both positions, uh, we feel like we found the right people for these these roles that will do a good job for the residents of both the city and the region. Other than, you know, some of these storm classifications, is this snow plan kind of like par for the course, what people should expect, uh, including the Common Council who's receiving this? There are definitely uh, some updates and some differences. I wouldn't say that it's par for the course at all. This is probably uh, the most comprehensive snow plan in writing Uh, in the recent history of the city of Buffalo. Uh, We also uh, increased the budget for emergency snow removal contractors to a million dollars. That's the highest amount of spending on private contractors for extreme weather for blizzard uh, type conditions. Uh, We do have uh, some new snow fighting equipment in I want to thank the New York State Thruway for loaning the city of Buffalo uh, six trucks. Uh, So there are a lot of differences in this plan. Uh, We have variable message signing, uh, signage, digital message boards that will be placed around the city uh, in high walking traffic areas uh, and uh, vehicular traffic areas, so people that maybe don't get uh, the messages of a storm coming the other way, being out walking, being out driving, uh, we'll see these message boards. Uh, So there are a lot of differences, a lot of upgrades. Uh, Since last winter, uh, the city has been in constant uh, communication and contact and planning uh, with county and state agencies. Uh, so I think that the uh, city council and the community will be very pleased with this upgraded uh, snow plan for the uh, winter weather in Buffalo. Well, Mayor, thank you for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. It's good to be with you, Susan and Brian. Thank you very much. It's Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning. Produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.